Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Yeah. I... Tell me your mind just say it. Yeah. Play the song over plan. Yeah. Speaking on the world. Speaking on the topics. Y'all better not be flocking. No. Should know how we rocking. If you got any statements, then you better leave a comment. Just say it. 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 Radio, Miss Sandy. It is April 22nd, 2019, day after Easter, Resurrection Day. Y'all, I don't know how y'all weekend has been or your week has been. The last time we had the Monday only Say It Radio. But please feel free to chime in and get us up to date with what's going on in your world. We got Slides up, Nicole, the Dragon Slayer, all on tonight, giving you their viewpoints about what caught their eye, irks their nerves this week and part of the last week. And that's what Say It Radio is about. Say It Radio is where we talk about anything and everything. No topic is off limits. We do not censor. Our goal is to talk about real shit and receive the opinions in real form so we can come up with some real solutions, you know? Like, that's the ultimate goal, right? Real solutions. We live in a society, a country, where we all think differently. Now, we may agree. We may agree to disagree. We may just flat out disagree with each other. But the premise of Say It Radio is give everyone a platform to speak their opinion regarding any topic, and we're going to listen, give that person the chance to speak, and let their opinion be known, then we can comment and speak our opinion as well. Get all that truth out there, get it all that, that truth out there within this two-hour frame, two-hour frame time, two-hour frame that we can hopefully come up with some solutions that we can execute to help make our, I don't know, our world, our life, our journey a little bit more kumbaya. That's what I'm saying. So, you know, that's just what it is. I'm Miss Sandy. Um, Say it, Randy. If you want to chime in to tonight's discussion, please do so by calling in 646-668-2574. If you just want to listen, by all means, listen live www.blogtalkradio.com backslash the hour show. If you want to catch up on any shows 
on the D-Hour Network, including Say It Radio. You can do that at our new website, d-hournetwork.com. Do that. Um, but, you know, that's what we do is Say It Radio. No holds bars. That's what we do. Baby. No holds bars. That's what's up. No holds bars. How you doing, Nick? I'm great. How you doing? Girl, don't ask me that. You my mama mad. Sofa. I got a wooster. My mother's mad because my mother did a whole um, Easter dinner and Easter thing, and a time set was not given. Like, here, be here by three. Be here by four. So, you know, my youngest, my youngest son, he had a tournament this weekend. You know, I can't afford to go with him, but he needs to do what he has to do. He's 17. He got it. So, but, you know, I'm trying to get some kind of life outside of, you know, doing what I do. So um, she didn't communicate the definite time where we can be there. So my thing is like, okay, when I pick Tyreek up, I'm going to go to my mom's house, and that's going to be about five-ish. And she wasn't happy with that five, so she was like, oh, you know, you should have been here earlier. I don't want y'all coming over at all. I'm like, man, usually we're there around, you know, four or five-ish, and we'll get in there and, you know, have a good time, eat and drink and play some games and, you know, watch her and um, David step. You know what I'm saying? It's it's cool. So, you know, I didn't know. We know we didn't, this was a lack of communication. So, you know, I, I really – Love for holidays, Easter, Christmas, Thanksgiving. You know, time frames need to be set. Here, be here by this time because so and so has to be at this at work. At this, communicate that. You know what I'm saying? So we're all on the same page. Because family, we're not. I'm thinking family. We're not trying to disrespect anyone. But you know, my mother raised us to be independent. My mother always say, "Why don't you ever bring a man over for Thanksgiving or so a holiday?" I can't, I gotta try to get me a man. You know what I'm saying? Let me try to work on that. Let me let me kind of work on that. But um, so right now we're kind of disconnected. So I was, you know, that's a you know bum factor um, right now. Um, with the issue with customer service, motherfuckers customer service. I, I don't. It baffles me why motherfuckers have jobs <laughs> in customer service because they don't listen and they don't execute solutions that rectify the situation. So I'm 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 irritated with that. But you asked me how my weekend was. I was probably supposed to say, "Girl, it was fine. <laughs> it was good." <laughs> well, no, that's what's on your that's what's on your heart. That's what's on your mind. Y'all get through it. It happens, you know. But sometimes, you know, you grown and. Um, sometimes your parents have a hard time letting go of the fact that you're a whole adult and they still try to treat you like a child. So sometimes you just got to be an adult and just say, okay, you'll get over it. You'll be all right. <laughs> you know, I mean, it is what it is. It just is what it is. So I've been down there that road uh, with my mom. We take a week, a little break. I mean, I talk to her for a week or so, and then one of us will break down the call, and then we cool. So, you know, but you're an adult. You're not a child. So, you know. Yeah. 
she'll get yeah. over it. Yes, yes, yes. And I'm saying, life is too short. We're supposed to be creating memories. You know what I'm saying? We're supposed to like, like, not time frame memories. You know, I got everybody out here. You guys are healthy. Let's make a great memory. You know, David has to be at work or whatever time. Let's, you know, make this work. We don't, don't do this shit next time. I need to be over here by 2 o'clock. We got you, Mama. Uh-huh. 2 o'clock. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Communicate. But um, well, the fact that you even showed up anyway is like, okay, well, y'all came. I'm just glad y'all came. But, you know, it is what it is. They have, they still, as old as they are, they still have temper tantrums too. So, you know, hey, you just put, you put they, put they asses in time out too. There you go. Day radio. Sometimes you got to You know, you know, even my kids. My kids put me in. I don't know. They put it in timeout. Whatever. We got an eight four seven on the line. Eight four seven. You can chime into the discussion. We were just venting. I was venting about me, and Miss Sandy, about my my weekend. Cause Nick, she asked me how was your week. She wasn't expecting my response. It was probably my response should have been like, oh, it was good, whatever. Um, you know, my disconnect with my, you know, family on Easter, and um, I haven't even gotten into my fucking customer service, motherfucking experiences. These, these are fucking idiots that got these jobs. I just, I really, and I don't, I don't even understand. And I chatted with this woman. I screenshot a lot of this shit. Like I'm gonna find your, whoever your supervisor is. I'm gonna find their email. I'm gonna screenshot all the crap to them. It's ridiculous. I, I can't even invent. So anyway, eight four seven. Yep. <laughs> How are you? How would you like to first address you tonight? Eight four seven. Eight four seven. Okay, eight four seven. Nick, me, Miss Sandy. This is Say Your Radio Monday nights. We're only on Monday nights now. Monday nights only. Um, because we got the Friday nights are going to be filled with the the next chapter. Um, I hope that launches because it's, it's got a great show. I, you know, I listened to the pilot, and it seemed like it was rocking. They didn't, they didn't show up Friday, so I don't know what that's about. But we, I'm rooting for y'all, um, Joy, Joy, and Town on that two, that that Friday night spot. But eight four seven, how was your 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 week end and your past? whole week experience you want to share that do you have anything on your mind uh, say it radio something about uh, i had a pretty great weekend uh worked a lot but uh you know outside of that um i had a chance to sit down with my mom for a minute family for a minute and uh, just kept moving but, but for the most part it was drama free that's great yeah. that's great uh, unlike yours <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> the shade, the shade. <laughs> I can shade all the fucking time. I don't understand what that's about. But I'm a big one. I'm a big girl. I can handle it. I'm glad you can handle it because I don't know if I'll be able to. <laughs> um. So eight four seven. What would you like to add to the show? You you were you just planning on listening or you want to? Yeah, I'm you just listening. I'm tuning in for the first time. I'm tuning in for the first time. How did you find us? How did you find us? 
uh, uh, Sandy. Oh, okay, okay. All right, all right, yay. Well, thank you for tuning in and listening. Um, uh, It's going to be a good show, so thank thank you for tuning in. We always appreciate our listeners, and we thank you for calling in. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to mute you right now. Yeah, I'm going to mute you. I'm going to tell, you know, our listeners, we got, you know, at our future shows, we got um, Young Jock coming on our show. We have Shy. Y'all, 90s, you know, y'all grew up in the 90s. I'm going to say y'all, like, in the high school, college age, in the 90s. Then you are going to understand who Shy is. Yeah, they got a 90 kickback tour um, that's coming back to Chicago. Um, Shy is going to be on. Uh, We have... I saw them when I went to Houston. Um, yeah, they were did. actually in that show. Mm-hmm. I didn't get yeah, I yeah. didn't get a chance to capture any pictures with them, but they were there. See, yeah. <laughs> See, that's what, I'm a huge fan of Shy, and then Young Jock, Young Jock with the little perm is going down. You know, he's on a, like uh, uh, Atlanta Housewives, like what the Love no. and Hip Hop. He's on Love and Hip Hop. Yeah, he's on Love and Hip Hop. Atlanta. Yeah. L- did you call Atlanta. him Young Jock with the perm? <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> I dare you to say that to him. Say it to his face. We get his ass on the show. <laughs> Because I got questions for his ass. I got questions. <laughs> I don't understand a lot of things going on right now. What is going on with our men? Like, what is wrong? Uh, like, I'm missing the mark. Like, I don't understand. You know, sometimes you create your own lane. That's our problem. We want everybody to look the same and be the same, but you have to create your own lane. And he's created his own lane, his own look, and he's owning it. So, and mm-hmm. let's just face it, it's not stopping him from, you know, getting getting women. So, hey. No, it does not stop him from getting women because he got a lot of babies. But I'm a, mm-hmm. Yeah, he does. You know, but, you know, and then, okay, okay, this is my other gripe. Okay, <laughs> my other gripe. It, 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 um, you know, um, you guys watched that. Well, I don't know if you guys watched it, but I am a fan of this um, Seeking Sister Wives, right? And I posted this on my private um, Facebook page. My government name, Cassandra Sanders, is my government name. And um, Dimitri is this black male, and he, I I don't know, he, he got these, he got one black woman to agree to be with him, in a non-conventional type relationship that they were married, but not married legally. They were married in spiritual form. I don't know how the fuck these motherfuckers do this. But they he convinced her to marry her in non-conventional form, which makes him legal to, you know, take on another a woman companion or whatever. So he took on another black woman. Her name was Vanessa. And they, and Vanessa tried to, and oh, wait a minute. So Dimitri and his first girlfriend that he had through college, they have two kids, beautiful kids together. They're all vegan, natural, dreaded out. You know, you 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 know those type of people. Because I, you know, and say radio. I'm Miss Sandy. I'm a black woman, and you know, you have. I understand that. You know, we got. I have, there's more African Americans that that define themselves as more woke, conscious woke, and they're more 
I'm organic free, I'm this. It, I don't know. They just, they put themselves above, I guess, the rest, and that's what they do. And that's fine. And I have no no issues with, you know, putting yourself on a platform to make, you, you know, yourself feel more confident. I'm all for confident people. Try hanging out with some fucking people that's not confident. That shit is draining and then you're a hospital for that shit. But so, you know, I get that. So with the, with Vanessa coming into their union, she had to change her diet. She had to take a vagina pha a ph cleansing for her vagina so her ph and her vagina matches the ph balance in the other woman so when dimitri partakes in her vagina apparently you know there's no condoms used in this situation at all but when he partakes in her vagina that you know it's of his liking of his quality and she had to turn vegan even though she really likes to partake in steak, like a good sirloin steak is, you know, what she really likes. So she really conformed to meet the needs and requirements of this this two couples, narcissistic couples. Um, why do we do this? Why do we conform? Why do we, you know, why do we do that? Like, you know, this is my thinking. We're all God's children. And so we know what we don't like. We know what we don't like as a child. When somebody does something that we don't like as a child, we react in a very defensive manner, you know, like, hey, I don't like that. Don't touch me there. Don't talk to me like that. I don't like that because it rubs me the wrong way. These are natural instincts that truly I believe God has given us. Then when we ignore that to try to incorporate because we're of a certain age, we don't have what society thinks we should have at our age. You need to have kids. You need to be married. You need to be this. You need to be that. So, therefore, you've caught the attention of this person, this man, this woman, this couple. So, if you want these aspects in a certain amount of time, now you need to conform. Um, how much is conforming will you do? Like how much how much of yourself how much of yourself are you willing to sacrifice to get what you think you want or where you should be in a certain point in your life? What like, that's my question of today. Like I'm curious about like what does that look like? Say radio. Did I make not make sense? Was I like not clear? Um. So <laughs> I I'm just going to sum that up. So you you went all the way around there to come to <laughs> to this question. <laughs> so. I'm going. I'm just going to deal with the question. Um, it depends on how bad you want it. Um, if you you gonna make a lot, you you have to make sacrifice in order to um, accomplish the end goal. Because 
it takes that work, it takes that effort, it takes that perseverance. So it's it's it becomes that by any means necessary, whatever I got to do to make this possible, um, nothing comes easy. So with that being said, there comes the sacrifice. You can't, um, like, for instance, um, let's say, like, for instance, let's use our kids, for example. So, um, the end goal is to make sure that you raise them in a, in the best possible way. Um, so um, along the course of that journey, you know, you have to sacrifice to make a lot of things happen because let's say it's just you or you may have a mate, you may have a co-parent to go along on the journey with you, but you have to sacrifice in order to see the end goal and the end goal is to raise them in a way that um to raise them in a way that they are um I'm sorry. Give me one second. I don't know, say radio um Nicole was trying to voice your opinion. I you know, I, I you know, I just I'm you know, sorry. I everybody I, has a goal. Yeah. Everybody has a goal, yeah. you know, and but at some point you know, and ideally I know sometimes you don't know yourself. Especially in your younger years, you don't really know who you are, so you gotta figure yourself out. There's an instinct yeah. and a God sense of common sense that I feel like we have. You know, and no. uh, when you feel yourself no. going against that no, there is. I and believe there is. Everybody so does not have common sense. Everybody don't have common sense. Common, let me tell you something about common sense. I'm so glad you brought that up. Because common sense, you either, either have it or you don't. You cannot buy it. The books can't teach it to you. It's just in you. And everybody don't possess it. Clearly, based on, you can see based on a lot of people that you deal with, they don't have common sense. They just, it's just something that's in you. Some people have too much. Some people have none at all. But common sense, everybody don't have it. I, I'm conv- okay. This is Nick. That's my personal opinion. I don't think everybody have common sense. Because you know we deal with a lot of idiots on a daily basis. You know, I have to co-sign with that because I had a friend of mine like sent me this, you know, how to persuade and get get friends and you know, you know, whatever influence others kind of thing today. And I, you know, I listened to it, but I read the book as well. And the book, uh-huh. I, you know, I get the book. However, it's like you got you have to like dump. You have to be really mindful of everybody's feelings, their emotions, and you know their lack of understanding. And you got to like. We concede a lot to for people's like lack of knowledge, you know, lack of um, self confidence. You gotta you gotta be mindful of, you know, I, that's a lot of work. You know, that's a lot of work because you know, ideally when you deal with an adult, I want to deal with an adult. You know, whether it's a family member, whether it's um, someone I'm working with, whether it's someone I'm just you know rocking with in a romantic relationship kind of sense. I, I want to see like I'm dealing with an adult that I can be mindful and acknowledge where I'm wrong, 
you can buy from when you acknowledge you're wrong. I'm dealing with adults. But the book was acknowledging motherfuckers are stupid. You got to be concise. You got to be you know, apologetic. You got to be, you know, I, I don't know. I, it's exhausting. It's really exhausting. And I, a part of my weakness is my delivery and how I deliver my message. My, deliver, my message is truthful, but I don't deliver it in the most tactful way. I don't, you know, it doesn't appease, you know, the egos of some people. So, I, you know, I don't know what that looks like, but common sense is not common. You know, I just, I don't know what to say. And we're overly sensitive. I really think we're overly sensitive now. Like, we, we gripe and bitch about every minute thing. Um, I don't, I don't know. I don't get this, this day and age. You know, I just don't. A person's word is not their word anymore. If I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. If I'm not going to do it, I ain't going to do it. You know, it's like, I'm a, you know, I'll call you back. Oh, you thought I was going to call you back? No, no, fuck, I ain't going to call you back. That ain't me. I, that me, I was going to call you back in two, two. No one's word means shit anymore. So I don't even know how to place this stuff. It does not make any sense whatsoever. So I don't know how to balance and how to guide it. They need to get. They need to to print a fuck a fuck boy, fuck girl communication guide. So maybe I'll read that and I can follow. No, how about you just don't associate with those type of people? See me, but you can't help but associate that because these people are customer service reps. These people hold jobs. They 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 hold, they're managers. They're CEOs. Wait. They're their their parents. You know what I'm saying? So how can you say okay? You just not associate with these people, but you have well, to interact with these people. Well, how do you categorize customer service reps and managers and all of that stuff with fuck boy and fuck girl? Fuck boy and fuck girl are people that you okay, deal with right. on a romantic level. No, 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 hmm. no, no. I can associate that like this. Like so, me. I was in, I was chatting with a, a customer service rep today, and I was overcharged. I was charged annually. I pay by monthly on this thing. I, I pay by monthly, and I said that I gave my my name, my pen code, my security information, so you know it's me. I've been charged this annual fee. I do not want to because I was always charged a, month, a monthly fee. Now you charge me this annual fee. If you want to go back and check my cookies or whatever you want to check, you can see that, okay, she's already chose monthly. So I need you to refund this annual fee back into my account. That's what I need you to do. Spark boy shit. Okay, and she's a woman because her name was Darlene T. Um, so um, – her response, her reply was, after she knew all this information, please hold on for five, you know, four to five minutes so I can understand your situation. Held on five, four, whatever that time frame was. And she came back. She said, well, I don't understand, you know, you have an annual fee and it was charged today. I'm telling you it was unauthorized. That's what I'm telling you. Okay, hold on for another five minutes, five, four minutes. She comes back. Well, I don't understand. No, I'm going to work on your request. That's what she said. I said, okay, she's working on my request. She's going to be credited. 
she comes back, well, I don't understand your request because you were charged. I'm telling you that was unauthorized. Okay. Hold on. Let me tell you that. That's that fuck, that, the fuck boy thing, fuck girl thing is a disconnect. When you see the evidence of the communication, what you should normally, what should comprehend, and you don't seem to grasp it, that's fuck boy shit. That's fuck girl shit. Like, like, how are you missing this blatant conversation, this blatant communication? It's not romantic. It's, it's, I don't think fuck, fuck girl mentality is not isolated to romantic thing. It's, it's a, it's a, um, it's a, it's a mindset of an individual. Nothing to do with fuck, you know, romantic at all. Because you're just stupid. Because you, well, you said the something. Definition you fuck it. Boy. <laughs> the definition for fuckboy is a man that has many casual sexual partners. Okay. So what you talked about is not fuckboy stuff. What you're referring to is the lack of common sense. Or you may be really talking about a person that's incompetent. Unable to do their job, unable to fulfill their duties, don't understand their job, or maybe it's not fuckboy shit. Maybe she was just trying to blow smoke up your ass to buy time to figure out what the problem was. But that's not fuckboy. Okay. That's just maybe incompetency. Incompetency. I don't know. Maybe that. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. I don't know what yeah. it is. I don't know. It's, just, it's, it's a characteristic I do not like. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's, that's, that's yeah, maybe. Shit I don't like. They're just being incompetent, um, unable to fulfill their work duty. But, yeah, that's not, you know, you got to exercise a little bit more patience. It's not good to get fresh, so flustered easily. I need you to get your life. You life. gotta find patience with her on that chat. She <laughs> disconnected with me for two times, two times, and she was asking the same question. I said, "You just scroll up. You can answer your question. You just scroll up." I was screenshotting a lot of that conversation. You got to get your life. Stop it. And yet, you have a job as a customer service. Customer service. Let me service the customer. So I'm going to service the customer. This is not, I'm, I, you can't keep telling me I have to dumb myself down to fuck with you. You know what I'm saying? Before you get offended and flustered. Get the fuck out. This, if that is the case, we're doomed to hell. This is ridiculous. This is absolutely ridiculous. No, you don't have to dumb yourself down, but sometimes when you're, when you're, when your end goal is to try to get your money back or get something accomplished or done, you can't fly off the handle first. You kind of, you got to be patient because at the end of the day, they already got your money. So Mm -hmm. you want your money back, right? So you kind of got to act like, okay, well, let me just, let me try a different approach so that I can get what I want. Because when you're nice, they tend to work with you a little better. When you're acting like a complete, total asshole, they're like, oh, she want to act like an asshole? Okay, well, we're going to start this out even longer. 
But you know what? If you, you know? That's when you should not get your personal opinion. I called, I, I got the chat, and I called the customer service. That guy, I think his name was Justin, he um, he was like, well, what's the issue? He's like, oh, I see that we billed you monthly. Oh, this charge came out, okay. We're going to go ahead and cancel that, and we're going to refund you that money. And this night, I told him about my chat experience. He was like, hey, you're going to get an a email regarding that chat experience. He said, my name is Justin. I am not Darlene. Could you please separate the two, and we're going to be good. That call took less than five minutes. Do you understand what I'm saying? So it's like when you're there to do your job and then do your job and the computer allows you to make the certain concessions, you do your job, period. All that extra, I don't like your tone. Did you, did you, did you cat lock me? I'm going to really make this difficult. No, you, that's not what you're going to do. You're taking it personal. Your job is your job. Am I able to credit this, this customer their, account, their, their money, period? Let's do that. Let's disconnect from the conversation. I'm able to. You said you were overcharged. I see that you were charge built. You, let's, let's find a solution and let's disconnect. Period. It's not rocket science. This is my opinion. Well, that's when the common sense comes in. But also, this sounds like maybe that girl was either new or incompetent. She didn't understand what you were really trying to do. It was something. And when you talk to Justin, maybe Justin, he understood it. He had that situation before, so he knew how to fix it. So everybody that's working a job don't know their job. The whole nother great. <laughs> You know, I don't want to be too much. That's a whole other fucking thing. You know, I'm a, I'm a Libra, and you know, I'm about balance. And, you know, I try to balance stuff out and see it from both sides. And being that, you know, I work with a lot of incompetent people, I have had to exercise a lot of restraint and um, patience. Um, sometimes I just lose it, but for the most part, you know, you just gotta, when you're trying to get something out of it, you gotta, you gotta exercise a little bit more patience. But if you run into that type of situation again, maybe it's best to end that chat or end that call and just call back or, you know, chat with somebody else. Instead of going off on the person and, you know, you can't do that. You've you got to stop doing that. You can't do that. Well, I didn't go off. I did, I did, I just, like, I did screenshots and gave her all the information she asked me. I said, I told you this back then. I told you this back then. So I give all the information, all the information you're asking of me, you have that information. So I gave you to scroll up two or three inches you will see that information that you're asking me. So that that was irritating. But again, common sense is not common, and I have to be mindful of people's mental, emotional state before I give them my response to anything. That's a lot of work. I just think I would like people to be more responsible for their emotions and their way of handling things. You know, well, I can get but when I deal with a child, but if you're an adult. I need you to, you know, just be mindful of your, 
if you are in a discombobulated space, a very emotional space, and this and that, I don't want to take on that energy. You know what I'm saying? I want to. I would absorb the energy that I get. You know, whatever that results, but anything. I don't know. Well, yeah, but people can say the same thing about you, though. You know. Yeah. So the same thing that you're you're asking for, they can be asking that of you. Like, you know, all I said was da 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 da, and you flew off the handle. And I didn't even think that it was that serious, or that that was the way that you flew off the handle was warranted. So the same thing that that you. One of my girlfriends. Yep. Right. So, yeah, so you went off on me about some what I think is dumb shit, but you know. Right. But, I mean, you may have times where somebody might say something to you and you fly off the handle and they be like, well, that wasn't even necessary. You overreacting Mm -hmm. because you. Because you're mm-hmm. frustrated about something, you going off on me, and that wasn't warranted, you know. So you got to, you know, sometimes what you dish out, you get back. But everybody's yeah. not going to think like you. That's another thing. You got you to gotta understand that everybody does not think like you. And... So why you want people to not be emotional and not, you know, they be able to handle their their emotions, but then somebody can say the same thing about you. You're very emotional. So, you know, how you view people may be how they view you. Why you think that how you react is okay, it might not be okay to other people. So, you know, you got to... Maybe step back and, and, and look at the bigger picture, not just your 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 side. That's so, just my piece. And, and, That's just my Libra no. talking. I appreciate you, Libra talking. It's the same radio as Nicole. <laughs> Sometimes we have to be accountable, more accountable for what we did as individuals to cause the disconnect in that interaction, communication, whatever. We got to be more self-reflective. We want to build together and, and and be more progressive moving forward. We have to look at the man in the mirror, like Michael Jackson said a long time ago back in the 90s. Look at the man in the mirror. Let's do some self-reflection, some self-changing, and let's work to be better. Let's get into some music. You know, Nicole, um, you always, y'all be, you know, I don't know where um, Slide Up is, but we're going to have a great show um, y'all, let's get into, you know, this Toby, this Toby, I've been hearing a lot of good shit about him, a lot of good songs, um, so far, they, they've been, I like, they've been good, they've been good as hell, so we're going to listen, listen to this, and get into some relax, I don't know, relax, maybe. this is some frustration, some love shit, some rap shit, let's get into it, it's Monday, Fate Radio, April 22nd, 2019. Toby is called Wavy. Look, now I can see that you're smitten, look. 
kitten And your aura stretch every ounce of my spirit That's been itching for the opportunity For you and me to exclusively form a little community Of chocolate babies with proper racing I'm not just saying this because your eyes is green and celery You ask me if I think you're the one I say help you better be Cause I invested all this time, effort and energy Into the preconceived notion that we both got some synergy But...
That was the internet special affair. Before that was wavy. That was I don't know what the hell that was. I didn't like it. Uh, Toby, yeah, he's from Texas. The the beat was like so out of whack to me. I just I had a hard time following it. But this is Sadie Radio. I miss Sandy. We got Nick Cole. Sadie um, Radio. The platform we get to speak our minds. I've been thinking a lot, and so I'm gonna shut the fuck up and I'm gonna pull back. And Nicole, you got some things you want to that caught your interest, your mindset, and even say at radio listeners, you got some things that's on your mind you want to chime in and bring it to the station. Please do so by calling in six four six 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 eight two five seven four. If you want to listen, we appreciate you guys. www.blogtalkradio.com backslash the hour show. If you want to listen live. You also can go and listen to, you know, old shows and even tonight's show tomorrow at the dash hour network, our H O U R network.com. So, you know, this is my point. I'm going to shut the fuck up. What you got going on in your mind? So, trending is um, on Netflix, Beyonce's Homecoming. Did you get a chance to watch Garbage. it? Garbage. Garbage. You didn't like it? Why didn't you Garbage. like it? Garbage. I didn't like it. My, my thing is, like, I've seen her sing. You know what I'm saying? I've seen her perform and prance around her little outfits. I've been there, done that 20 times over. Over. Well, I would like first to see of her all, do, that she's was... going to get an acting thing. She's going to do on Netflix. I want to see her acting. I want to see her other elements. She's older. She has three kids now. I want to see those elements of her. I'm over this. Okay. I'm okay. Well, first of all, first of all, that was from Coachella last year. So all mm-hmm. she did was basically that was showing her journey and her walk through preparing for Coachella for last year. That's all that was. So Coachella. I don't know. Okay. So, well, anyway, if you've ever been to a black college or HBCU, you understand that whole thing. And what she did was she was paying homage to the black college um, experience. And that performance was based on um, just regular, like a typical maybe football game performance um, halftime show. and But it was a two-hour show. It was that mixed in with her performing and um, adding to the show. But I liked it. I liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, I um, would not pay, I don't think, to go see hey. Beyonce and Jay-Z. Rewind. Um, Rewind that. Say that one more time. What would you say? I said I would not pay. To go see them. Um, mm-hmm. I've seen Jay Z mm-hmm. before in concert um, when he performed mm-hmm. with Mary J. Blige, and this was like years ago. But I would not pay because eh, I'm not saying that it's not worth the money because I know a lot of people that are diehard Beyonce fans and they go to see her every time she comes to town. But I'm just not going to give her $150 every two, three years <laughs> when I know that I'm going to be able to watch it on TV or online or on Instagram um, at some point in time. But um, she is a great performer, though. Um, 
I mean, I don't know what what more you want from her. That's what she does. Um, she also she talked about in the documentary about how you know she basically she dropped out of high school, so she never had the opportunity to go to college. So for her to remake that moment, um, she said she felt connected as if it was you know she had gone and she had actually experienced it. So that was I mean that was good. But that took me back to when I, I attended Gramlin State University, whoop, whoop, and uh, that took me back to then. It was like being at a halftime show because at Gramlin we have, like during homecoming week, we have um, the full, halftime is, is like the best thing. And then we have concerts. Um, where people come down and perform and it took me back to that moment so it was like I I totally understood it because I've lived in that moment before and so the black the whole black college experience is nothing like it it's nothing like it I've gone to a, a, a HBCU and I've gone to a predominantly white college and or university and when I made that transition from HBCU to a uh, a white university it was a total culture shock to me like I think that's why I didn't finish because I was out of my element. I had grown accustomed and used to the way things were done and just the the brotherhood and the sisterhood of being on a black college campus. And I went to a white college. I was like, this is boring. I went to a football game. I was so damn mad. It felt like I was watching a symphony orchestra play. Uh, it was the, the football game was bunk. It was just whack to me. So... I talk to my kids all the time about going to black college, but unfortunately I have one kid that's an athlete and he only thinks that Big Ten universities are what's up. And I keep trying to tell him, you, if till you experience it, you just don't understand. You can make it to but the pros what? being at a black college. Many have. I, I just say this. Hmm. The, okay, truth be told, yes, I think I think the black colleges and sometimes even the the black high schools, you know, they have the bomb type of homecomings and you know games and pre games and post games, you know, um, that's experience that is that relates to a lot of black students because um, I it I, my my from a high school standpoint. Um, my cousin, you know, she went to a school that was predominantly black in um, back in the 90s, and she did stay there long, but she went to a, a private school later on. But that school, I went to the homecoming, and it was lit. It was lit. It was like freaking lit. I'm like, they were saying there was they didn't they didn't mute the curse words and the rap songs. I was like, oh my gosh, this is like oh my gosh, this is lit. And as far as you know, Grambling, um, um, Howard University, like there's more fun in that game. But to get the overall college, why people should go to college, I get you have to go there for the experience, but ensure that you're going to get what you need from that university, that college, to help elevate you to get the career that you want to get. It's a huge factor. 
Okay. And so a lot of times why I feel like uh, our, this is me, Ms. Sanders, my strictly opinion, or a lot of black HBCUs, they try to appease to the entertainment level of what we like to kick it, okay, and not necessarily huh? giving us the academic thing that can get us more recognition in the in the companies we want to go for after um, totally we graduate. That's false. Uh, this is my opinion. Because the that well, well, because no, 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 well, no, here's no, the no, thing. No, this is my opinion. Um, no, hold on. This is well, my okay, opinion. well, this is my opinion. I'm going to disagree. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, okay. This is my opinion, and and so when I would look at that, you know, and like I would, my cousin went to Grambling, and I have nothing against HBCUs. I do, like I would, like I prefer. I try to wing my kids away from HBCUs. Because my brother, he went to Tuskegee, um, and I remember he was going like, you know, I went to go to dinner. They ran out of food at dinner. I'm like, how the fuck you run out of food at? How do you how do you run out of food? You know, it doesn't make any sense. Because they don't um, get the do same you... funding as white colleges. That's that's the problem. Black colleges are struggling to stay afloat and stay alive because they don't get the same funding but as a white university. university. Go back online. Let me say that. Higher University, they got all this funding, and their money would be in line. Because Howard University's alumni yeah. funnel back. You have to think about it. Like universities like that, they those people, the alumni, they fund back to the university, which helps them stay afloat. That's the, that's what's going on. HBCUs are not getting the funding. They're cutting them just like they're doing your regular black your public school in the in the hood. They're no different. So when they see no use of you or whatever, they start cutting it. The first thing they're going to cut is stuff for us, for us. They're going to cut it. So it's not the matter of the, the, the education is good. Black college, you can go to a black college and get a, a great education. It's not about what they provide. It's about what you take away from it. Just like you can put your child in a private school. That don't make your child smarter than my child because my child goes to a public school. It's about the child and what the child takes away from that school. Public school, private school, private school don't make you no better. All you did was waste some money because you still may put your kid in a private school thinking they want a better education, and when it boils down to it, your child just don't learn at that level. It's not the school fault, vice versa for a public well, I, school. I wasn't saying all that. All I was saying was the experience. Like, one thing I knew was, like, when I went to Grambling, I knew I was going to kick it. You know what I'm saying? Because... The party experience is more geared to what I probably would want to kick it at. But as far as the academic and respect knowledge of the whole, the nation of other, you know, corporations, it wasn't going to be as respected. So that was the, that's a disconnect. That's all I'm saying. And as far as when I see that when my brother was at Tuskegee, you know, I was at Northern. I went to Northern for my freshman year through, you know, I graduated. We never ran out of food in our fucking cafeteria. So I don't know That's why That's because you went to a white university. You went to a white university. I don't know. Listen, but the same same thing is I know Oprah Winfrey offered Tuskegee or whoever millions of dollars, but she wants to see 
where the money was going, and they did, they declined her her money because they didn't want to show it. Like, why do you not want to be transparent? Like, why is it financial aid when it's time for your refund check? College kids, you are looking forward to your refund check. Why are you not getting your refund check up front? Why is it a delay? But there's a there's an issue with that. It's a consistent issue with people of of you know other statuses within the colleges and these universities. They're not utilizing the money they get in the right form. So when you are, that's you're in every it, system. But when you're but all I know is that when it was time for me to give it when I before I registered at NIU, refund will be distributed. Dis, dis, this what's the word distributed, you know. At this date, it was always I always got it at that date. Okay, so the even if they were taking no, even if they were taking money, whatever, I didn't miss mine. Do you understand? So you get a black student, or even another race student goes to a HBCU, and I'm looking forward to my money coming in at this time. They should get their money, but how many times when they're saying that? Oh, your money's not here. This is not here. This is not here. I could not go to Virginia State University because my parents couldn't give them the amount of money they required up front. Now, if I went there, my parents did that, and I'm looking for my refund to be, you know, given to me September, whatever, October, whatever, and it's not there, or I look to go to go dine and go eat breakfast, lunch, or dinner, and we ran out of food. There's a discrepancy. I have an issue with that. Okay. So the only thing well, down to send their black kids there are black kids with a lot of fucking money. They did not depend on financial aid. They did not depend on grants. Because the kids that depended on grants, and, and I, w- I wish, you know, there was more people that called in that, you know, they really depended on grants and financial aid to go to HBCUs, and your parents weren't rich to do that. How often did you get your refund check on time? How often when it's time to go to breakfast, lunch, and dinner, you receive breakfast, lunch, and dinner? I receive breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Okay. I received breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I got my refund check, but my parents also, I got it when when I could because I come from a middle-class family. So my mama had to pay for me to go to school. So, therefore, there is no See, refund check. See, that's what I'm saying. So, but that's because, I mean, but. My parents can afford to pay for me to go to school. So, Okay, but I mean, not saying that my mama, my mother had to take out a Parent Plus loan, and then the rest of it was a loan that I had to take out. So, I mean, we didn't qualify for all that stuff because my mom made too much at that time. So, I mean, you know, it's just. But who, but why, you don't go to college, but who goes to college wanting a refund? That's not, that shouldn't be on the top of your list. If you get a a refund check, is an over it. As far as college education goes, okay? So for me, my mother took out a Parent Plus loan for my brother, not for me. 
So I had to go to college on my own merits, my own financial income, my own everything. No one helped me to go through college. So therefore, I'm thinking there's a lot of blacks out there who are not privy to have their parents co-sign a student loan for them, to co-sign anything else. Like They don't have a lot of scholarships that will cover that amount of tuition. So they're going to have to take out an X number of financial aid to, you know, to cover the room and boarding, to cover the food, to cover um, the books and everything else. So I'm going to take this out. And even if you're not saying you're going to school for a reason, I'm not saying that, but at least you're covering, I'm going to take out this financial aid, this grant that afford me this housing, this dorm cost, that afford me to get three meals a day at least, to afford me for my books, to afford me my classes. And then I did that, and I'm supposed to get, say, $200 leftovers. Now, not only am I not able to get three, three meals a day because we went out of food, this happened to my brother, you know, not only am I supposed to get my $200 because I don't work right now, you know, I don't have a job. I'm trying to, you know, master my studies and get accustomed to the schedule. I'm trying to get, and they're telling me I don't have that. That's the issue. So of this financial aid that you got from me, based on my income, the school has gotten this money. You're trying to tell me you don't have what is left over for that individual student to carry on? Well, I don't know about Tuskegee. But I know at Grambling, I ate whenever I wanted to eat um, when when uh, the calf was open and we were able to go for breakfast, lunch, dinner. I was able to eat. There wasn't like a lack of food or whatever. Um, but what I do know is there is a deficit and these black colleges are struggling to stay afloat. And what I also know is that people are not, the alumni are not giving back um, to the schools to help them stay open. Um, So when it comes down to state funding, you got to understand that these universities, white colleges, they get state funding. They get their alumni pouring back. They, you know, so when it comes down to that, the black colleges are the last to get funding. They don't get that money like the rest of them. So um, when you're paying for to go to school or whatever, yo, yo, what you pay might be helping to keep the damn lights on. Who knows? But, but you know what? I know there there's misappropriated funds in 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 probably every um, educational system yeah. across America. Um, but unfortunately, you know, sometimes we vote the wrong people in 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 the office. We put the wrong people in these positions, and they take advantage. Like I watched that show; it was called The Quad, and The Quad was on BET. And the Quad show a perspective of really how um, things go and how they happen, and um, not just from the, the the campus life, but also from the administrative side. And it just, you know, it's just one of those situations. Like if you've never like really been there, it's 
it's hard. Like I can't. If you've never been through it, never been through the experience, it's hard for me to just accept what you say because you ain't never been there. Uh, a lot of people look down on black colleges and universities, but when I tell you, you walk away with um, some of the best memories and experiences and the brotherhood and the sisterhood and just all of that, it's nothing else like it. I don't. I went to Northern as well, and I didn't get. I didn't walk away from Northern with the same experience. Even though the black kids at the at Northern, they all hung together and stuck together, but it wasn't the same. It just wasn't the same as what I took no, away from being at Grambling. Okay, I do say this. I think um, as far as HBCUs and um, say radio listeners, this is me, Miss Sandy. And Nick Cole, she's speaking. We're speaking about our uh, HBCU, historically black, um, HB, black colleges, universities. Did I get that right? Um, and I'm not knocking the, the, the whole experience because it is different. You know, um, I graduated from Northern Illinois University, and the black students there primarily, it was like, what side are you from? West Side, South Side, or whatever suburbs, but and, and it seems like they're all isolated to their side of city that they grew up on. Where you go to an HBCU, you get a chance to integrate with more blacks of different walks of life. You get blacks that like country, you get blacks that like rock and roll, you get blacks that like rap, you get blacks or whatever. So you get a, a like a lot of different types of black people you get a, a chance to interact with, connect with. Not just, oh, you went to Bogan, oh, you went to Whitney Field, you know, whatever, Whitney Young, you know what I'm saying? You're not just like, oh, your mama is Johnson, my mama went to that college. Like people connect, I feel, based on your history, and they connect that way, you know, at NIU, where you go to an HBCU, you're going to, you know, interact with so many blacks of different incomes, different backgrounds, different walks of life, and just because we share the same black skin doesn't mean that we rock, you know, we, we, we're we different, we're cut from a different cloth, and, and we're not necessarily related and connected just because we went to the same high school or we went to the same elementary school or or the same family. So I get that. I do totally respect that. Um, and it's like, you know, Nicole was saying that, you know, there's so many people, you know, within these colleges and universities that they misuse our funds, the the, the money they get in, NCAA, you know, I don't, you know, there's a lot of money these athletes bring in towards these schools and they're not able to recap any of that. You know, so there's a lot of misuse of a lot of money that's not being allocated in the right sense. Um, you know, we got a lot of work to do as, you know, as um, as a whole, I think, as definitely a whole. You know, um, you can't take that experience away. So anyone of you guys, you know, the kids listening, you guys going to go to, um, your your colleges and universities, whether it's a two year college, four year university, uh, I recommend you guys to go stay on campus. You know, be in the dorm, be a roommate, get the whole experience away from your parents, because this is the time where you get to figure yourself out for who whoever that is supposed to be, without the influence of your parents. You know, we're always going to play a 
you know, plant seeds whenever we connect with you guys. But, you know, for the most part, it's, it's your life. And, you know, you got to figure out who you are and then leave it, live, live it to the best way possible and to create memories. It's not all about, okay, let me get my degree, degree which you're supposed to, you know, pick a school that's going to help you elevate to, you know, advance you in the career that you want to advance in, but create the memories because every day is not promised. Every hour is not promised. Every minute is not promised. So we have to create the memories. We get this, you know, that's, that's a part of life in general, not just college. That's a part of life, the memories and that we create. Um, so, you know, you know, I get it. And Nicole, I don't think I'm not listening. I get it. The you know, you know, um, you know, to interact with a different group of blacks that think, you know, more artistic. I would love to do that. Versus, what side you from? West side, south side. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I, it's hard for me to connect because I don't have that mindset. I'm, I'm like, I'm different. Yeah, because when you when you go to an HBCU, um, you get to meet. So, like you said, like when you're when you stay in state for the most part, especially like a Northern Illinois University, because it's like one of the closest um, universities that's um, away from home, but you still like ten. You're still like 30 to uh, minutes to an hour away from home. But when you go to an HBCU, you meet black people um, from around the country. And I met people from New York. I met people from California. I met people from Alaska. I met a guy that was from Guam. And, um, it's just you just meet different people, and then you from that point you connect with people from around the country, and those relationships and those bonds they last. Like when I went to Grambling, most of my friends were from either Texas or from Chicago. I joined a group. Uh, um, a social group called Windy City Association. So in Windy City Association, you know, everybody that was from Chicago and the surrounding suburbs, we all in a group. Um, So we formed a bond with the people that were from Detroit. And, you know, so it was just – it's the experience of just getting to know, learn people that's different from you. Y'all look the same, but y'all look different. I mean, I mean, y'all the same as far as color, but y'all look different. Y'all act different. It's amazing to see that we're all black, but by us being from different um, demographics or different um, states, um, how differently we do things, how differently we say things, how differently we eat. I mean, it's crazy. Like I had a roommate, she was from Louisiana, and from Chicago, we say, okay, I'm going to the store. I'm about to go, I'm about to go grocery shopping, right? So from Louisiana, she says, I'm going to make groceries. 
I said, make groceries. What kind of what? She said, make make groceries. I'm um, let's go to Walmart so I can make groceries. And I said, how do you make groceries? And she said, make groceries. Like that's how you know. So when I say that experience is so is different, but you you grasp it because you figure a lot of people that live in Illinois. I mean, a lot of people that yeah live in Illinois, especially our people, they have not, they've never been outside of Illinois. They may not even been oh outside God. of Chicago. So them traveling, mm-hmm. them going to Northern was them getting out of Chicago, you know. So <laughs> when you go to an HBCU and you're in a different state and you're meeting people from other states, it's I, I, I promise you, it's like the best experience ever. I don't care if it's a Grambling in Louisiana, if it's a Central State in Ohio, if it's a Howard, whatever, you're going to walk away with an experience that you gonna, that's going to go down in the books. It's just, I love it, and it's one of those things where – if you ain't never been, you can't talk about it, and we gonna defend. We gonna defend our HBCUs. <laughs> it's like this is my family, and you cannot talk about my family. I don't care how bad it was; it was still good to me. So it's one of them things. We we all connected in that way, and it's it's. I love it. I don't. Unfortunately, I don't think that my kids will will go. Um, but I did tell my youngest one, keep it on your your backup plan just in case, sir. So, but he wants to go to University of North Carolina in Chapel Hill, which is fine. Um, but he better make just, sure just his little ass down. his little ass gets those scholarships and and all of that. He has four years to work on it, so he better make sure he get it if that's where he want to go. Um. But yeah, the black college experience was great. Um, I can't I can't say nothing about it. That not getting your financial aid check on time to me is like going through contractions when you have a baby. Like you forget all about that shit once the fun happens. So <laughs> it's painful when you was going through it, but now it, yeah, once you get through it, everything is all good. So. That's how I feel about that. It's, it's, uh, unfortunately, a lot of times, too, people don't prepare us for stuff like that. Like when I went down there, I saw a lot of that kind of stuff, but, you know, we wasn't prepared for it. But the next year I was. So if I know anybody that's going to a, a HBCU, I try to give back and talk to them about what to expect and stuff, so it's just about preparing our but people you know and that, keeping everybody that, in the loop. You know, I still want to say, you know, my thing is, it's like your word doesn't mean your word. What you say is going to be a say. Like you emailed me, say I'm going to get this at this date, and it's like, oh, you know, it's it's sad that you know when I say, oh, you know, be here at three o'clock, and then it's like you're going to be here at CPT time. For those of you I don't know, it's called people time, and you're going to show up later than what you said. You don't show up. Like, that's really sad. We got to put that disclaimer out. So my thing is, and these are a lot of kids, a lot of athletes, and there's, there's athletes probably there on scholarship. They can't accept anybody. They, but they're good, though. They're good. Okay, now, athletes are good. 
The athletes are Listen, good. They don't have to worry about I it. Say, what I'm saying is that there's there's other people that are on scholarship that are not athletes. You know what I'm saying? So it's like if I got this extra money coming in, I'm depending on that money coming in. You know what I'm saying? So if you say in this email, in this letter, that I'm going to get this by September 3rd or whatever the case is, and it's like, oh, my bad, we on CBT time. You know what I'm saying? That's 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 unacceptable. You know what I'm saying? So, like, what at what point do we be accountable? And if we step ourselves, our game, our own personal self up, that when I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. You know, period. You know, I don't have to give somebody a disclaimer, like, then you go to here and you don't they say you don't you'll get this email to say they're gonna do this by this time. So you ain't gonna you ain't get it at that time. You don't get it this time. At one point do we make ourselves accountable? Because I'll feel bad, like, oh, you fuck with Sandy, don't do this. She say you're gonna do this at this time. So I was like, Oh my gosh, let me set my shit up so I could be more aligned to what I'm saying that I'm doing. You know, that's how you raise a business. Imagine if we go to work every day and they said, you're going to get paid every two weeks or you're going to get paid every week. And be like, oh, no, you know, you ain't really going to get paid this week, you know. But, you know, you like the experience you got here. You know what I'm saying? You know, No. At some point, you're like, no. You you said I would get paid at this time, the 15th and the 30th, or every um, Friday or every second Friday, whatever that case is. I This is what I expect you to do. I'm going to hold you accountable, period. You know what I'm saying? Either you got to self-check yourself or I'm not going to, if this is what it costs to fuck with you, I'm going to disconnect from you, period. I'm going to stop giving you my government funding that comes with me and my finances. I'm going to stop doing that if you cannot abide by what you say because if I can't pay you, you can't give me those same concessions. Oh no, it's it's get get your life. It's not working. Well, unfortunately, the people that are emailing you, they don't have control over the money, so they can only disperse the money maybe when the money is available. So okay, you're forty. But well, hold on, but you're hold on, no. Hold on. Your 40-year-old self can say that, but when you were younger, you know, it was something different. But like I said, it's like going through, you go through a little rough patch, and then your money comes through, and then you're over it. And then you're, you're enjoying what the campus life has and the school has to offer you. I mean, it's going to be bumps other in the road. You know, it's how you handle them. Stuff, shit happens. Not saying that this happens at every HBCU across the country, but it happens at some of them. And they work it out. You eventually, you get your money. And, I mean, it's just what it is. That, to me, is not a deal breaker because I'm not there for a refund check. I'm there to get my education. I, my my refund mm-hmm. check going to come through. I, it's going to come through. So I'm going to go ahead and go on about life. And then you know, my parents, they, you know, they can send me a little money here and there, then okay. But then you also find that, like, I have friends that looked out for me. My mama may not have sent me money every two weeks or every week or whatever. So, so I had a friend that. Your support system, let me say this, Nicole, we can get some music. Your, your, support, your support system was great. 
but not everybody has that support system. So the, if I go by the documentation that was sent to me, say that you're going to get a house, in fact, you're going to, this is going to happen, this is going to happen, this day, this day, or whatever. So I'm going to budget my finances based on the information that's communicated to me because I know I don't have a mom or dad or family member that can help me, support me in the event that does not take place, okay? So you have a very, let's, you have a very blessed circumstance because I wasn't privy to that. Um, you have a very blessed circumstance. So there's a lot of athletes and there's a lot of people that with scholarships that are not athletes that they're banking on that money to come in at a certain time. You know what I'm saying? So they go without. So they got to explain why they can't pay their rent. They can't explain why they can't do this. They can't explain why they can't do this because I was told and they all, all they could do was, you know, screenshot the email or whatever and say, I was told I would get this by this date. It's now a month past due and I still haven't gotten it and I need to just be okay with it because I can have friends. They, none of the people, they don't have that luxury. They have friends I mean, that have that kind of money to loan. I get all of that. I get all of that. But guess what happens? Guess what happens? Now, listen to this. Okay, so you go through that in college. So guess what that lesson taught you? It taught you how to deal with life and things later on down the road. If everything is set up sweet for you all the time and you never go through anything, no bumps in the road, everything is laid out for you perfect, when life finally hits you and some shit don't go right, your whole world is going to crumble because you've never been prepared for trials and tribulations and bumps in a row. So the thing that does is make you stronger, and it makes you more prepared for things to happen later on in life. That's all I'm saying. Everything ain't going to be laid out perfect. What you're describing is a perfect world. We already know this is not a perfect world. Shit happens and shit don't always go as planned. So you have to learn how to adjust. And that's just what it is. So if that money don't come when when they say it is supposed to come, what can you do about it? You're going to have to adjust, just like even in the real world now, as an adult, when you buy a house, sometimes they'll tell you, okay, you'll be able to close on this date. Then you'll do, when that date comes, they say, oh, well, this happened and that happened, and we, you know, you can't close, so they push your closing off for a month later. Guess what happened? You done already gave your apartment complex or your landlord notice that you were moving out this date. But you had a bump in a row. You got to adjust. Shit happens. We plan for the best, but, you know, it, the worst could happen. So it's just a matter of, it's, to me, it's character building. It's building you to be stronger and to be, and to be able to handle things later. You're not going to get it perfect laid out to you. People going to tell you stuff will happen this day, and it may not. It just may not. So you adjust. That's life. All right. So two cents, Nicole, it's life. You know, everything um, is not concrete. You know, everything has its loopholes, and we have to go with the flow oftentimes because life is not planned. 
You know, uh, we try to plan as much as we can. Life is not planned. It throws us curveballs all the goddamn time. Like, I got to, how many of those you got plan how I want things to go, and shit does not go that plan. So you have to pick up where you got and then keep it moving. You know, it is what it is. It's life. Save radio. There you go. (laughs) This is this one. Get us in J. Cole. I love his mouth. His his song. You good, too much? No, child. Niggas been counting me out, I'm counting my bullets, I'm loading my clips, I'm writing down names, I'm making a list, I'm checking it twice and I'm getting them hit, the real ones are dying, the fake ones is lit, the game is off balance, I'm back on my shit, the Bentley is dirty, my sneakers is dirty, but that's how I like it, you all on my dick, I'm all in my bag, it's hard as it get, I do not throw powder, I might take a sip, I might hit the pump, but I'm liable to trip, I ain't popping no pill, but you do as you wish, I roll with some fiends, I love them to death, I got a few mil, but not all of them rich, what good is the bread if my niggas is dope, what good is first class if my niggas can't that's my next mission, that's why I can't quit Just like LeBron, get my niggas more chips Just put the rollie right back on my wrist This watch came from Drizzy, he gave me a gift Back when the rap game was praying like this To act like two legends cannot coexist But I never beef with a nigga for nothing If I smoke a rapper, it's gon' be legit It won't be for clout, it won't be for fame It won't be cause my shit ain't selling the same It won't be to sell you my latest little sneakers It won't be cause some niggas slid in my lane Everything grows, the death and the change I love you little niggas, I'm glad that you came I hope that you scrape every dollar you came I hope you no money won't erase the pain To the OGs, I'm thanking you now I was watching you when you was paving the ground I copied your cadence, I mirrored your style I studied the grace, I'm the greatest right now Fuck if you feel me, you ain't got a choice I ain't do no promo, still made all that noise This shit gon' be different, I set my intentions I promise to slap all that hate out your voice Niggas been counting me out I'm counting my bullets, I'm loading my clips I'm writing their names, I'm making a list I'm checking it twice and I'm getting them hit The real ones been dying, the fake ones is lit The game is off balance, I'm back on my shit The Bentley is dirty, my sneakers is dirty, but that's how I like it, you all on my dick, I just poured something in my cup, I've been wanting something I can feel, promise I am never letting up, money in your palm will make you rich, put it on their neck, I got them stuck, I'm gonna give them something they can feel, if it ain't about to swat them, Dead in the middle of two generations I'm little bro and big bro all at once Just left the lab with young 21 Savage I'm about to go on me jigger for lunch Had a long talk with the young nigga Kodak Reminded me of young niggas from Phil Straight out the project, no faking, just honest I wish that he had more guidance for real Too many niggas in cycle of jail Spending their birthdays inside of a cell We coming from a long bloodline of trauma We raised by our mamas, Lord, we got a here We hurting our sisters, the babies as well We killing our brothers, they poison the well Distorted self-image, we set it to fail I'ma make sure that the real gon' prevail, nigga I just poured something in my cup I've been wanting something I can feel Promise I am never letting up Money in your palm will make you real Put it on a neck, I got them stuck I'ma give them something they can feel If it ain't about to swat them
Even though I try to play it off, I'm thinking about you all day long And I can't wait for Shawty to come through From your lips and back up to your eyes My hands on your hips when we grind I'm fantasizing about what I'm gonna do to you Got me feeling for her love, can't lie Man, you should see how she got me Spending all this time with her And I could leave her if I wanted to Her love turns me into
front and shoot pro. 458 drop, playing bulletproof song. Every few shows, I just buy some new gold. Circle got smaller, everybody can't go. Downtown Diamond District, jewelers like yo. Hustle, holla at me, I got Cubans on the low. Through the Cancun, smoking Cubans on the boat. Then dock that saloon just to smoke. Look, listening to music at the Maya Ruins. True devotion on the bluest ocean. Cruise. My cultural influence, even revolution. I'm integrated vertically, y'all. Blow it. They tell me, hustle, dumb it down, you might confuse me. It's like that weirdo rap you motherfuckers choose to. I'm an urban legend. South Central in a certain section. Can't express how I curb protection. Justice, evidence of a divine presence. Blessing, held me down at times I seem reckless. Effort, got an L but got an E for effort. Stretched it, dropped him off in the Mojave Desert. Then left it. Ain't no answer to these trick questions. Money making nips, straighten out my jewelry on my dresser. Well known, pick up in jail clothes. Snatch a champagne bottle from Rico's till T show. Whatever, playing chess, not checkers. 38 special for you, clever. See, bro, you ain't living down by the street code. Been through all these motions up and down like a seesaw. I can never view you as my equal. Smoke, I wanna hear your CD phone. Nah, I'm finna take it there This time around, I'ma make it clear Spoke some things into the universe and they appear I say it's worth it, I won't say it's fair Find your purpose or you wasting air So y'all be scared Eyes open, I can see it clear They don't make them bar none, they don't make them real They don't make it where I'm from, they don't take it here they Ain't seeing due time, I be making meals Bossed up in this game, I been making deals Get your lawyer on the phone, we can make it real Checks and balance, I flex dramatic Other 50 on my neck, it's my reckless habit Ain't no pussy on my rap, disrespect the savage I make one phone call and the rest get handled It's just another front step with candles No message from the set, we accept your challenge You know, I just realized I was on mute. I said a lot of shit, and I was on mute. I turned up the music, and I was on mute. Say radio, I'm in Sandy. Uh, we have Nicole. I was speaking. I was, oh, I was venting some, some, some terrible shit. I'm like, just go ahead and recap it, because I vented Oh, no, you don't. That was a sign, probably, that you didn't need to be saying it for everybody else to hear it. That's what oh. that was. <laughs> <laughs> no, no need to recap. 
going in, God damn it, I was going in. Because, you know, we're well, missing um, Dragon Slayer. We're missing these um, Fly Dove tonight. And, you know, I've been known in state radio. I'm in Sandy. I'm in, like, a disgruntled bitch, I guess what you could say it. But, you know, my thing is give me something to, like, ah! about. And I'm like, ah! about that shit. But if you give me shit that I can't, ah! about, I'm going to call it for what I see it as. You know, so, um, you know, communication is, is pivotal. You know, um, no, we can't read each other's minds. Things again, come up, you know. Sorry. So that is, you know, we have to communicate with each other. If you don't communicate, that leaves that leaves room to assume assumption. You know, so we we have to alleviate that 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 room for people to assume. And typically, when people assume, they assume the negative, the latter. So we have to communicate and let's. Be proactive and let's move forward and be accountable for what we say. If I said I want to do this, let me uh, hold myself accountable. Let me do this because that's something my sons always tell me. Like, Mom, you this is what you want me to be, so why can't you be the same way? My reaction can't be like, I could say I'm going to do something but not do it because I'm your mama. We, you can't do that. That's, that's so wrong. Or daddy, that's so wrong. So, um, of Dragon Slayer and um, Slides Up, I'm disappointed because, I mean, if you weren't able to make it on tonight, I um, call, text message, let me know. Oh, you're really calling them out on the show? I did. I did that. I did that. You asked why, why, you know. Because I had I had advertised them on my promotion, and they're not here. Okay, but okay, <laughs> that's family business. You don't put the family business out. <laughs> no, it's not even family business. If you're not going to be on, I'm not going to be on tonight. I'm going to be on later. That's the same thing. So if if I said I'm going to do something and Display says. I'm going to promote you, and I don't show up, then that's on me. I can't say, ooh, you promoted okay. me, but I didn't show but up. I'm just so thinking, I, I, I'm just you can't thinking. do that. I hold myself accountable. But one thing I'm not going to do, what I do not do, is that I'm not going to hold anyone else accountable for the same shit I don't hold myself accountable for, period. But what I'm saying is, never mind. Go ahead. What you're saying is what you what you're saying is and a lot of I'm saying I'm gonna say this. You have to come for me if you want to, but this is my experience, this is me, Miss Sandy and my experiences alone. Um, I feel and I'm a black woman, a lot of my other black women friends and associates, we tend to give well, they tend to because I don't give no concessions. You know, more concessions to our black men to be more accommodating, to be more understanding. And I don't get that because my oldest son made it aware to me. He's like, Mom, you wouldn't accept this behavior from me. Why would you accept it from yourself, someone else, or anything like that? So he's like, his whole thing is that whole cue. You guys remember? I don't know if you guys remember. 
loving basketball. And Q, which is one of the main characters, had a disconnect with his father. His father cheated on his mother and stuff like that. And when he found out, he was, like, devastated. Like, he he lived to, to be his father or to surpass his father. And when he felt like his father disappointed him, his one question he asked his father, how come you could not be the man that you were trying to make me to be? You know, and I get that, you know, in training. And, you know, when you, when you start a new job and they're trying to train you to be, to act a certain way, to do a certain way, and then you look at them, they're not exercising that same behavior. So you want me to be something you can't even be. I mean, if that's the case, you need to communicate that. Like, I'm already setting my bad habits. I know this is the the best way to do it. Then I want you to be better than me. You know, then communicate that. But most of the time, we discipline our kids. You need to do this. You need to do this. And they put the same microscope on us. We have not delivered that same thing. You know, so it's like at one point, where is the accountability? Where we strive to be better individuals. Where we stop trying to put the pressure on other people. When you say you're going to do this, you actually do it. You know what I'm saying? When you say you're going to whatever, you do that. Or at least communicate with me and let me know what's going on. I don't know. Communication needs to be better. No one's perfect. Everybody has a lot of stuff in their life going on. I get that. I just wish, I just wish personally the communication was better. Um, and I, I'm still working on some shit in my life too. So I'm not, um, I'm not um, exempted. None of the criticism I'm giving out today because I absorb it. Because I could get my. You can see my son raising his hand. Remember you did this? You did you include yourself in that? I do include myself. I'm trying to better myself in the process. But even family business. So even when before I promote, you know, hey, I'm not gonna be on. Hey, this is that. It's communication. Period. Yeah. But, it's communication, but it's also how you handle things too. That's 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 just my perspective. It you it's it's always a better way to handle everything. And that's just coming from every side. Um so I mean, I don't know what they have going on. Um, you know, sometimes shit happens, shit come up and and that shit may be more important than than this shit. You know what I'm saying? I don't know, but it's mm-hmm. you know it. Mm, it's just all sometimes how you how you how you handle a situation. Um, I don't know. Sometimes you but get they, a better but, but response. Things, and I see if I see various posts. You know, throughout the day, I'm like, oh, you're posting about this question or this question or whether you're doing this or this. But if you're not going to be on the show, hey, I'm not going to be on the show. There's no squad. It's communication. I got it. You can, you, and there's no concession about that. You can use, you're able to communicate that, hey, I'm not going to be on. I, I, I understand that. You know, so I, 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 I just, I, I, it's communication. We're adults. 
we should be able to communicate. But that we disagree. But it's the mm-hmm. same radio style. We disagree, disagree to, you know, agree to disagree, whatever the case may be. Want to chime in? Please do so. Six four six 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 eight two five seven four. You know, I think a lot of you know, you're the first one of my um, not even co-hosts. I do consider you a friend. Um, my friend, she gives more concessions to men, so that man could speak as long as that message is delivered from a man. She is like, huh? like it's amazing. Oh no, I'm not. I'm not that. defending them. I'm not defending them. I'm not. I'm not defending them even because they're men. My thing is, um, everything doesn't have to be put out there. And before it get aired out, find out what's going on. That's my thing. So I'm not going to shit on you before I find oh, out okay. what's wrong. You know what I'm saying? I'm so my whole thing, my no, no. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm a. I wanna. I'd rather get to the bottom of what's going on. It's okay. So are you not here because there's a disconnect? Was there a family emergency? Was it something? What happened before I talk about how you know you communicate and let me know da, 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 for the whole world to hear? That's all I'm saying. It's just a. It's just how you go about doing things. My thing is that I was a no-show, you know what I'm saying, and D.C. would call me out, you know what I'm saying, Um, D.P. would call me out. Y'all asked me supposed to be on. What happened? You know what I'm saying? I'm going to answer because I'm on the radio or he'll call you. Yeah, on the radio. radio. Definitely on the radio. Yeah, like where were you? You I don't know. Especially, you know, if I didn't say I wasn't going to be on, but usually I would tell them I'm not going to be on. You know, so that's uh-huh. that's just that. You know what I'm saying? So it, okay. it's no no sweat. These are grown men, okay. well, so whether they come back, not, they come back and they say, you know what, you know, my bad. Whatever happened, this happened, and we move on and get past it. But I'm not patronizing anybody, not even myself, not even no one, because I depend. I'm like, not I depend saying on that. Too. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying. You know, sometimes as adults, we have to be able to ha- deal with and handle things accordingly. That's all. And everything don't have to be, you know, everything that come to mind don't have to come out the mouth right away. Sometimes you got to take a minute. If that is being said, before I promote, and y'all, this is like, this is, y'all are privy, this is say it radio, this is a real topic. And this is irking my nerves right now. That before I promote, you know what? I am not going to be on tonight. So this is what I, I, I say the the program to be. You know, you're going to give your two cents. I'm going to get. But if I feel like I have to carry the show, you know, what I'm saying, then I get black when I have to feel like I have to carry the show with my conversation, whether it's conversation regarding sex, relationships, whatever interests Miss Sandy. That's why I do what I do. That's all. Sandy. So when I get to the back, we are Sandy. Sandy. This is an off-air conversation. This is an off-air conversation. We don't need to. Be, don't we don't need to be wasting the listeners' time with this. With this. We come up with another subject I, to talk I, about. I, you know. You know what? <clears throat> the, every every interaction is a learning experience. That's what I and I feel mm-hmm. like with State Radio, it's 
transparency. It's transparency is that when, at what point do we hold people accountable? We were talking about earlier in the first hour, um, HBCUs. We were talking about colleges, you know, um, historically black colleges, and even um, regular universities, um, um, state colleges, whatever, that when you say you're going to do something, I'm going to hold you accountable because I'm going to depend on you so I can do what I have to do in my thing. So it's like when you are running a, a team, say you're a basketball team, and I depend on you to hold your role down, right? So if you're going to be a power forward or you're going to be a point guard or you're a shooting guard, I'm going to depend on you to show up for your role, to master your role, so I can get my role together. But if I know, if you don't, if you're not going to show up, then I have to not only master my role, but also master your, your role as well so we can win this game. That's unfair. Like, and it's, it's communication. You can get that in a workplace. So it's not just a radio type situation. It's not just a state radio type of situation. You can be in a, a space where you go to work and so-and-so is always calling off at work. You know what I'm saying? And now you have to cover not only your job, but also their job. Okay? So it's unfair. That's where that communication and somewhere your word and what you say has to mean something. I have to depend on you. I cannot say she or he says they're going to be there or they're going to show up, but it may not be factual because, you know, something you might have. At what point do we believe a person's word? When you say you're going to do something, I'm going to trust you're going to do that. You tell, you tell your kids. We tell our kids. I expect you to have the dishes done. Yes, mom, dad, I'm going to have the dishes done. At what point when you get home and the dishes are not done, you say, "This is this is what the dishes are done." I'm like, "Yeah, you know what? Some things came up, you know, whatever, whatever." We won't accept that from our kids, but we make concessions when it comes to other aspects of our life. Like, at what point do we not make concessions? It's communication. It's not a kidney. It's not a heart scientist. It's not a, a payment rearranged or whatever. It's communication. We all have our phones locked to our thighs that we can communicate I'm not going to be on. At what point do we say, I'm going to stop? You have to be reliable, especially as an adult. Right? No? Am I wrong? State radio. This is my two cents. I, you know, at one point, just, I don't understand. You know what I'm saying? So if we just we just roll like this, then I'm going to call you back means I'm never going to call you back. You know what I'm saying? So it's like my word means shit to you. You know what I'm saying? Like, And that's okay. Apparently. You know, six four six 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 eight two five seven four. I don't know what this looks like. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what this looks like. And we keep accepting this as women 
This is what we're going to always get because we keep justifying it. Don't do that. Don't call him out. He going to get mad. He ain't going to talk to no, you No, I'm not. That's not, not my concern. That's not my concern. What I'm looking at is the fact that um, that's not, I mean, when our listeners listen to our show, they want to listen to a good quality conversation. They don't need to be listening to about bickering and behind the scenes stuff. Handle that stuff. I mean, it's not bickering. It's stay a radio. I mean, my thing is this: it's stay a radio. So my thing is this is my thing. It and this and this when people don't bring a specific topic and stand on it and want to you know and 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 talk about that. Okay, improvise. Then improvise. It's not like we can't get a question of the day and pose it ourselves. Why? Why are you depending on somebody else to come through? That's all I'm saying. You keep it rolling and you keep it flowing like you never missed them. All right. So with that said, and Nicole has said that, it is five minutes before the end of the show. (laughs) It's too damn late for a question of the day. It's time to tell people (laughs) what our social media is, how to reach us, and have a good night. That's because you just spent 30 minutes talking about this <laughs> well you know I could say is this I would wish and Sandy's Miss Sandy's La La Land is that you know we communicate as adults more effectively and efficiently if we're not able to do something let's say that let's do that um, let's communicate that you know and we, we talked about in our first hour about HBC um, use historically black colleges, universities, um, where you know not everybody can afford to pay cash for their college experience, and they rely on financial aid, grants, scholarships, and the money that is owed to them for students for their refund. And if a school states that it should be, you know, delivered within this time frame. It should be delivered within a time frame. If you are hungry and lunch, dinner, breakfast should be open at the quad or whatever um, student center, whatever your 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 go to place for your meals on that campus, you should be able to get your meal. Um, you know, at some point, our word has to mean something. You know, when you say you're going to do something, it has to mean. I have to have more of a higher percentage that what you said you would do would manifest. And I'm still work in progress. And I try to communicate, oh, I'm falling short. If I feel like I'm falling short, I'm going to try to communicate that with whoever, you know, who's going to be in the line of that. So we just got to be accountable and not keep giving concessions, in my opinion. Um but as a black woman, seeing my other black, you know, women friends, when it comes to black men, and others, they give a lot of concessions. They give no concessions when it comes to their black friends, <laughs> women friends. But when it comes to black men, it's a lot of, no, don't say it that way. You're going to hurt his ego. No, don't say it that way. You're going to do this. No, don't say it that way. You're going to get him upset. I don't understand that's where my disconnect is. Like, if I can absorb that heat 
why can't he? Why must I modify myself and my frustration because it might hurt his ego? I don't get it. This is, this is my thing, State Radio. I have a lot of questions and no fucking answers. For 90 seconds. So, 60 seconds. Nicole, do you have anything you want to add? Y'all have a great week, a nice weekend, and good night. <laughs> All right, State Radio. Mondays only. Yeah. I Tell me your mind just say it yeah. Play the song over plan yeah. Speaking on the world Speaking on the topic Y'all better not be flocking no. Should know how we rocking If you got any statements Then you better leave a comment Just say it, just say it, just say it 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 just say it, just say it, just say it, radio. Just say it, just say it, just say it, just say it, radio. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.